Hi, everyone. It's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Wednesday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you today? I'm doing great. We should have said ahoy, mateys. Why? It's a big day for the cruise line, but we'll get to that. Okay. We should have had a nautical-themed show. Well, you know, you're getting what you get at 1030 at night. That's true. Our first show is kind of not Our first story from the Disney Parks blog is kind of nautical. Yeah, the... Um, the Finding Nemo submarine voyage is going to be reopening on July 25th at Disneyland. That's right. And there's a big new addition to one of the rocks. What's that? It's Hank, the oh. septopus. Sept- what's a septopus? He only has seven arms. Oh. I believe. Okay. Uh, so Hank is now out on the rocks. Uh, as you're aware, the submarine voyage has been closed well over six months. It was supposed to reopen in the winter mm-hmm. uh, and it is now open in the summer. So July 25th, head on down to Disneyland and you can check that out. Very exciting. Um, there are some extra benefits at Disneyland Resort Hotels for the summertime. That's right. If you're going to go check out the uh, submarine adventure, you might as well check out some of the special deals that they have. Um, there is uh, some special pool parties going on in the resorts. Uh, And that is going to take place from July 1st through August 31st. The poolside squad will be leading games like the Water Sponge Relay and the Fun Floaty Toss. They will also have high-energy music. Um, There is going to be, let's see, uh, cabanas for rental. Of course, that's an added expense. Right. Um, And there is, uh, I thought there was a special available, but they don't mention that here. There's a special available in Disneyland. Um, So if you are a Disneyland Resort guest, remember you get early entry into each park for 30 minutes. That is beginning August 8th. Uh, Of course, you have a proximity to three parks. You have hotel activities like learning how to draw Disney characters or learn to play the ukulele. Uh, There's direct-to-room service. You don't need to check in. You can have dining delivered. And beginning August 8th, package delivery is returning to the Disneyland Resort. And then uh, coming soon is preferred dining access. Uh, and there will be more information on that in the very near future. And I was right, the end of the summer getaway savings at Disneyland Resort, you can save up to 25% uh, Sunday through Thursday nights from August 7th through September 29th. Book now through September 22nd. Okay. That was a long story. It very much was, and yeah. it didn't say all that much. It didn't. <laughs> the Bippity Boppity Boutique is going to be reopening on August 25th in Disney World. That's right. Only the Magic Kingdom location, though, and at Disneyland Park uh, in the at the Disneyland Resort. Both Bibbidi okay. Bobbidi Boutiques inside the park will reopen on August 25th. There is no word in Florida when the locations at the Grand Floridian Spa, uh, Resort and Spa, or Disney Springs will reopen, but they will reopen at a later date. Okay. There is a new foodie guide. This one is for the Epcot International Food and Wine Festival. Presented by Corksicle. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's right. The International Food and Wine Festival begins July 14th and runs through November 19th. There will be more than 25 global marketplaces. Uh, They're going to have a brand new marketplace called the Fry Basket that features French fries. Cool. Uh, And they will also have a Chesapeake Crab Slider and uh, Ad Hops and Barley. Um, So if you want to check it out, head over to the Disney Parks blog. They've got all of your food information. The Kahlua pork slider in the Hawaii uh, uh, kitchen looks amazing. All right. Um, Let's see. Tomorrow. Today. Today. Well, 
you do the story. It's past. I'm confused. All right. So Cheryl and I travel through time in order to get those <laughs> stories out to you. So if you're listening to this uh, podcast in the morning uh, on June 29th, 11 a.m., they're going to be live streaming the christening of the Disney Wish. If you're listening to it after the fact, I'm sure you can catch it on uh, on the interwebs. But uh, Facebook, uh, Twitter, um, and YouTube, Disney Parks channel should all carry the uh, christening of the ship. I might actually have to watch it. I never watch stuff like that, no. like at work, but That's I right. might have to pull it up. So that will take place tomorrow at Port Canaveral. And that is all from the Disney Parks blog. So let's get into Disney news and if we played music in the background, I would play the Darth Vader theme right now. Yeah, I think that would probably be fitting. Yeah. Um, the Disney board has voted to um, extend CEO Bob Chapek's contract by three years. That's right. Uh, the board is undergoing their annual retreat in Florida, which is amazing because there's also the ship's christening. Uh, so what that tells me is that these folks will go anywhere for a free meal. Um, Chapek is also a member of the board. He has just he had just nine months left on his contract. However, the board has unanimously voted to extend his contract for another three years. Yeah, well, because the board is all about money, right? So why would they not? He's right. doing okay from a money standpoint. People but the just hate him. Stock is down like thirty six percent. Yeah, but everybody's stock just is in twenty twenty two. I mean, that's just the market. That is true. Artifacts from Indiana Jones are now available for purchase at Disneyland Resort. That's right. There's a new Indiana Jones line of merchandise that can be found at the Adventureland Bazaar and Disneyana stores in Disneyland Park. You can get the uh, Sankara Stone, the Fertility Idol. Uh, the Fertility Idol will cost you $130. Uh, the Sankara Stone, which has a light effect, is $80. It's molten orange and amber. Uh, and there are more items coming soon, like the Holy Grail and the Crystal Skull. So if you're an Indiana Jones fan, you can check that out. If you purchase one of those items, it will come in themed packaging. So it's a cardboard box that looks like a wooden crate, which is uh, pretty interesting. Okay. You would not let me get any of those artifacts because, as Cheryl says, more junk to yeah, put up in the house. Sorry, they're dumb. <laughs> All right, let's head over to Disney World. Okay, um, at Epcot, they are still working um, to get some things finished up in the World Celebration neighborhood. Well, they're progressing by flattening the terrain and prepping the new celebration area that was supposed to be the Celebration Pavilion. Huh? Uh, so they've just flattened a bunch of land. It's pretty much the area where the old fountain used to be, uh, as well as Club Cool. Uh, so they are uh, flattening that area, and that's right outside the Creation Shop and Connections Cafe. Uh, there's a lot of dirt, and uh, they're leveling it out. Okay. And uh, do you know what the exciting story is? Um, the pathways are uh, beginning to take shape as the rock work progresses for Journey of Water inspired by Moana. That's right. So not only do we have walk, uh, rock work, but we have uh, pedestrian walkways being nice. built as well. Nice. Um, so essentially there is going to be a path through there. Um, and that's uh, that's the story. Cheryl keeps you up to date on all of the Moana news. Yes, you need to know what's going on with concrete. Yes. Uh, the 4th of July lighting is being tested for Spaceship Earth at Epcot. That's right. They put in all the points of light. They've lit it up. Uh, at different colors for various events, and uh, Spaceship Earth has been lit up in a red, white, and blue 
uh, in or it, well, it also looks like the Pepsi logo, which, <laughs> I, think is, which I think is pretty funny. Um, but that will be available for uh, the fourth of July. Fantastic. Yes. Um, the Star Wars Launch Bay character greetings have been added to Lightning Lane offerings at Hollywood Studios. That's right. When the Launch Bay reopens on July 17th, if you've purchased Genie Plus, you can take advantage of the Lightning Lane for the character meet and greets. Um, the Lightning Lane will allow you to meet uh, Chewbacca, Darth Vader, or BB-8 as well. Um uh, they're not removing any experiences. They're just adding experiences for your enjoyment. Making it so much more worth my money. That's right. All right. Triceratops Spin has been reopened at Animal Kingdom, which is a good thing because there was nothing else in Dino Land. That's right. It closed June 15th and reopened on June 27th. So less than two weeks to get all the Triceratops in working order again. Good. Now, you know what won't be in working order? Oh, uh, the Brightline Railway. That's right. If you're uh, following this story, you may remember that the Brightline Railway, which was going to have a spur from the uh, Orlando International Airport to Disney Springs uh, as part of their Orlando to Tampa route, um, well, that station has now been canceled. Uh, And most of it results from the fact that they changed the path um, and it was going to travel straight to Walt Disney World and then pick up I-4 to Tampa. However, uh, the route um, has been modified to push uh, more towards uh, iDrive, uh, and there's now going to be a station at the Orange County Convention Center, which coincidentally is right across from the Epic Universe theme park. Um, Universal also donated, I believe, 13 acres uh, for Brightline station construction. Uh, so uh, Disney has canceled their plans so the train will proceed directly from International Drive to Tampa. So I feel like it didn't really cancel that station. It moved that station, right? Because there wasn't supposed to be well, another station, Well, there was rumor was that there? there was going to be a second station as well. So now there's just one station so and now there will, over there. Well, they're, they're saying there might be a South I-4 uh, station that would be very that would be a little closer to Disney. Hmm. Uh, but logistically, I don't see that happening. Because yeah. then what are I you mean, gonna, that seems You're going to take a train... To somewhere else and then have to get on something else to get to Disney. I don't I don't buy that. And even if they did put the train in, you were going to take the train to Disney Springs. And then how are you going to get to your resort? It doesn't matter where it is. You're still going to have to call an Uber. Yeah, you, Or there's going to have to be some kind of, you know, Disney will have some transportation going back and forth. It has to be a big enough station, though, that people who are like coming in from these places have a place to wait for an Uber or has right. have a place where the like, shuttle buses can park. And would these trains have been able to accommodate like five or six hundred people an hour? You know, I just I don't think it ever would have happened. Yeah. Well, it's not going to, so we don't have to worry about it. That's true. Did we talk about this the other day? I don't remember. We definitely talked about the Adventures by Disney um, private jet around the world um, because you and I really wanted to do it. Right. Um, but it went on sale, and actually, in the pre-sale. Uh, portion it sold out so it never even went out to the general public that's right 75 tickets at one hundred and ten thousand dollars each uh that's over eight million dollars they made uh just from that one event well they didn't make that well they grossed eight eight point something well there's a lot of expenses there that have are to come expenses out like a private jet <laughs> um so the pre-sale like cheryl said sold out there were 75 tickets available um you know, it's funny because we always say that the only way Disney is going to drop their prices is if people stop going. Mm-hmm. But then you see events like this and it sells out, you know, the 
not so scary Halloween party and very, Mickey's very merry Christmas party. Those always have no problem selling. So as big a game as people talk, mm-hmm. oh, I'm not going to go to Disney. I'm gonna, people are going to buy tickets. You're never going to hit Disney in the wallet. I don't know. We might not go, but then that just hurts us. No, it doesn't. We have so much more money for other activities. That's true. Um, there are su- some new images and art and information about the Disney Wish that were revealed in the D23 magazine. That's right. D23 magazine, which is part of the uh, well, D23 club, if you remember. Um, so they've announced uh, the Disney Wish. Instead of just an atrium, it's going to have a grand hall. It will also have a dedicated performance space with an uh, all-purpose stage. Um, the uh, That's where... If you've taken a cruise, you know that the characters in this post-COVID world, the characters do a little show. Mm-hmm. They're going to make that a permanent event. Okay. Uh, so they're going to be greeting guests there. There will be an enchanting effect throughout the Grand Hall. And uh, that is the deal there. Uh, they've also got the bronze statue of Cinderella uh, that is in the lobby with Jack and Gus Gus peeking out from beneath her ba- her ball gown, which is uh, a nice little nod to the uh, film. And uh, they're going to have a new deck party uh, for Sail Away on Deck 11. It will be called Set Sail on a Wish and will include include a new song, Set Sail, and the song Welcome from Brother Bear. So there will be more characters in Set Sail on a Wish than any other Disney Sail Away party. Oh, boy. So that's uh, pretty exciting. Um, Also, Aladdin, a musical spectacular, is a new version of the old Aladdin show that's going to be taking place. Uh, And they're going to have a new show that is a modern retelling of The Little Mermaid. And then their third Broadway-style show, Disney Sees the Adventure, uh, will be happening. So all sorts of fun stuff going on on the Disney uh, Cruise Line. And uh, we'll give you our first-hand account in mid-August. Cool. All right. Um, They have released the first trailer and a poster for Hocus Pocus 2. That's right. Uh, Disney Plus also gave us a release date for Hocus Pocus 2, and that will be September 30th, a debut on uh, Disney Plus. And like Cheryl said, they gave us the first trailer and uh, poster today. So nice to see the Sanderson sisters back uh, on the on the screen. Yes. All right, you do this one. All right. Taika Watiti, who you may know is the director of Thor Ragnarok and Thor Love and Thunder, uh, will not begin filming his Star Wars movie this year. Uh, He is going to direct and co-write a Star Wars feature film, and it was rumored that that film would hit theaters in 2023. However, in an interview with The Wrap, he noted that it will not begin filming this year. Um, He's going to be in New Zealand from August until the end of the year uh, with two other films that he is doing, although he will be writing. Okay. He's still trying to figure out what the story is. Oh, great. (laughs) Yeah, I guess you can't film if you don't know what the story is. No, you can't. Uh, Marvel Studios is returning to San Diego Comic-Con with the promise of some big announcements. That's right. Past few years between COVID and whatnot, Disney has been absent. Marvel has been absent from Comic-Con in San Diego, which is the the grandfather of all Comic-Cons. But this year, Kevin Feige has announced that the MCU panel uh, will take place uh, and uh, that they will have a lot of news. It's the first time that they're on the stage there in over three years. Wow. So uh, they're going to talk about what's going on in the future. Good. They always, should. Always nice to have Marvel news. Yes. All right. Um, nope Inspired Town is 
Oh, the Nope-inspired town set is under construction at Universal Studios Hollywood. That's right. And it is possible that this is going to be used for Halloween Horror Nights 2022. What is Nope? Nope is the new film directed by Jordan Peele. It's a horror film, uh, and it comes out later this summer. Okay. You know what else is under construction over in Universal uh, Hollywood? What? At their City Walk, they're building a toothsome chocolate emporium and savory feast kitchen. Is this... In that's it's, Universal. Oh, in City Hollywood. Rock, Hollywood. Okay. Yes. Because I was going to say, don't they already have that? They already have one in Florida. So nice to see another toothsome emporium going in there. Great dessert. Yes, fun milkshakes. Yes. All right. The Wantillion Luau Dinner Show is returning to the Lowe's Royal Pacific Resort at Universal Orlando. That's right. If you're upset that the Polynesian's Luau uh, building has been destroyed, you can head on over to Lowe's Royal Pacific Resort and check it out. Their show is only once a week, and it takes place on Saturday nights at 6 p.m. Tickets start at $89 for adults and $39 for children over three. All right. I guess uh, we're going to Hawaii next summer. We're going to have to we're gonna choose have to. a night for a luau, huh? Uh, yes, we are. All right. Um, let's see. The S- Captain's Revenge has returned for Howl's Scream at SeaWorld. That's right. Uh, their 2022 edition of Howl's Scream. Uh, they've released some more details. Uh, Captain's Revenge is going to be one of the mazes for this After Hours event that launches September 9th at the theme park. Uh, there will be uh, haunt, uh, lilting melodies, whispers of untold fortune, and haunting echoes of a crew driven mad by cursed treasure inside this house. Uh, they're going to have four houses for this year's Howl Scream. They're also going to have a new scare zone called Cutthroat Cove, which will be set on the site of a shipwreck. They're going to have Longshore Tavern, Longshoreman Tavern, a themed bar. And uh, tickets are on sale for this After Hours event that runs on select nights between September 9th and October 30th. Uh, It will also hold a more kid-friendly, spooktacular event that begins September 10th. For purchases, uh, ticket purchases, and more information, you can go to SeaWorldOrlando.com. Awesome. Um, One of our favorite parks, Gatorland, has a new animal encounter. That's right. The Capybara Encounter is now available. It is a guided introduction to Ben and Jerry, the two giant capybara who live at the Orlando attraction. Uh, They currently live on Flamingo Island, where they swim, lay on the beach, and enjoy life with waterfowl, turtles, and flamingos. What's a capybara? It's a big rodent. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, The encounter is available Friday through Monday afternoons. It is a $10 cost on top of your regular Gatorland admission. Uh, Ben and Jerry are two-year-old brothers who moved into the petting zoo in October of 2020. A growth spurt uh, <laughs> made them move to Flamingo Island last summer. They did come from. Oh my god, they're so cute! They did come from a sanctuary in Saint Cloud, and mm. the uh, capybara is a uh, partial aquatic animal. They're kind of like beavers, but maybe bigger. Yeah, they are the largest rodents in the world. <laughs> they're basically big, giant guinea pigs. That's right. And That's if you want to go check them out, you can go to Gatorland. They have a Florida ref, uh, resident discount of half off the single day admission ticket through July 31st. Admission is $16.50 for adults, $11.50 for children ages 3 to 12. Proof of Florida residency for adults is required. Yes, which means regular admissions like what thirty two dollars or something, yeah. which is still which not is still, terrible. No, it's it's very uh, affordable. 
All right. Do you have any final words? I don't. All right. So until Friday, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.